The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. It's a women's St. Perfect Valentine's Day, and we're haunting the specials in a super hard way. With three wise men in tow, Mike is here for the show. It's the best of Letterkenny holidays. Hey, Al, did you know uh, that Thanksgiving is the day we celebrate when the pilgrims survived their first winter in Massachusetts Bay? Show off. <laughs> you know, only about one third of the people on the Mayflower were actually religious pilgrims. The other two thirds were just looking for some economic opportunities here in America. Um, yeah, Mike, Thanksgiving was last month, dude. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Black Friday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts with Letter Kenny out there, but this one has the best deals for the holidays. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya, the very festive Victor, and filling in for the under-the-weather uh, squirrely Matt, we have our resident limericist, Trace, and joining us this week, he is a high school t- uh, history teacher from the Jersey Shore. I think he's more of a Charlie Moore as opposed to a Billy McGregor. He's a patron, a longtime member of the DMD Gens, and a really great guy. He's a really great guy. Make jo- Join me in making some noise for Mike. Wondrous. Oh, my God. So, Mike, uh, you're of a similar vintage. I mean, the the on the live stream, they've already said, you know, we could be brothers because of our beards and stuff. And, and the, um, uh, did you get the Charlie Moore and Billy McGregor reference? Uh, not exactly. No. Oh. TV teachers. Yes. Kaplan, you know, head of the Kaplan, class. Maybe. Head of the class. Uh, There's the name Billy McGregor. Yeah. And Charlie played Moore, the, the Scottish guy. That's right. And Charlie Moore played by Howard Hessman. Uh, he was a history uh, history teacher, high school right. history teacher. So Let's I thought go back a little bit because uh, Gabe Cotter, you know, mm-hmm. oh, okay, was, was my heir. Not my heir. I was a kid. I was a young kid, mm-hmm. but that was my first TV teacher. I think. Okay. Uh, TV history teacher. History teachers make the best TV characters. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of a lot of that. You know, what? Yeah. it's fun. I don't think I, I didn't watch uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, I think I might have been a touch young for that. Like, so I, I never I didn't watch the first run. It was probably over well, like 76. Mm-hmm. So I was like six years old or something. Bob but, Marino. Oh, Bob, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like got a big start there. That's right. Vinny Barbarino. Um, all Mon right. Epstein. Mon Epstein played by Robert Hedges from Pasek, New Jersey. You know, they're all local guys. So, But he's they all had covered Travolta. I think they're all dead. I think Kaplan's still alive, but whatever. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, welcome to the Protestant, Mike. Uh, this is your first solo appearance, isn't it? It is. So it I, is. I have to I have to ask you, I mean, but it feel like, because you've been with us forever on in the DM group, on yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, on uh, the Ag Hall socials, but but I'll ask you the standard questions. First of all, right. when when did you uh, discover Letterkenny? Um, when it came to Hulu, you know, I saw the the previews on Hulu, watching whatever. Um, I, I consume a lot of shows. So when something pops up, mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh, I'll try that. Yeah. So when I saw the original, you know, what was coming, this letter Kenny show, I think, I, I don't know the exact 
season, but so there's like three or four. There was already a bank to watch. Right. Like four, season four, season five. Mm-hmm. So I started at back at one, you know, and and quickly burned through them all, um, and then just picked it up from there. So whenever it dropped on Hulu, was when I discovered it, I didn't look at the, I didn't see clips, I didn't see the original online, you know, YouTube's or anything. Right. So it was strictly when it came to Hulu. Cool. And uh, when did you discover our podcast? Well, I discovered you guys um, off of the other podcast, off Dean and Tiara's podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, How are you? I listened yeah. to that one first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a long, longer commute back then, so I would listen to them. And then I found you off of them. I don't know if it was because Awesome talked about it or I don't know how I found you. But then I went back to the beginning of yours mm-hmm. and caught up to caught up to you man that's a lot a lot of kind of content <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah um and then at some point you know i just was i was caught up mm-hmm. and it's like okay well now i gotta wait and then whenever i don't know when i joined the dm but it was uh, over a year ago mm-hmm. probably year over but maybe like last november whenever I could look it up, but it's all right. But you, you're, you've been a huge, huge part of the damn group. I mean, you've, you've met some of the other DGENs in, in the wild and yeah, uh, yeah, it's been great. And um, are you coming up on to Sudbury next? No, there's no way I can make that trip with work and these people and, Mm -hmm. you know, the little people that live here with me and sure, sure. all the animals and you know it's not easy to get away from things all right well uh let's let's get started here with our weeks how are you now tonight's lineup is going to be tanya victor myself uh trace and our guest mike will have the last word tanya how's your week uh loaded question um so we've actually been off for a couple of weeks right yeah um so um, we 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 got a virus. Um, it wasn't COVID. We still haven't got. Not that I'm complaining. Knock on wood. Don't want it. Don't want COVID. But um, thought for sure it was COVID this round because um, it it was just a complete and utter knockout. Um, um, I got sick with the kids. Uh, uh, one of them brought it home and it was just full out, hit the lungs, um, cough, 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 fever, 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 exhaustion beyond exhaustion. And it wiped me out worse than I've ever been with, like uh, for the longest time. Yeah, I don't the think three I've of you were out been. for a whole week. Like the kids were home from school all week. Uh, Tanya didn't work all week. It, yeah, it was a complete and utter knockout because yeah. usually I can work and keep going, like not from work, but mm-hmm. but still keep going. And, and this was like, no, you're stopping. And, and that was that. Um, and so if I lose my voice here and there or trying to clear my throat, it, I'm still I'm still not complete, but I'm way, way, way better than what, what I was. Um, so that one wasn't so fun. And then on top of that, we're doing our another renovation because we apparently like doing that, um, especially at this time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> we did this. Y'all were for punishment. I know, right? So, uh, and it was like the worst timing ever. Like we had this planned um, that the renovation was going to happen. It was it was going to be early November and. Uh, our, our cold hit and everything just kind of completely came to a screeching halt. Uh, we're doing the, the new floors and the bedrooms and, uh, the walls were supposed to be prepped and painted and carpet out and new floor down and everything just stopped. Uh, so we're winding back up again, but now this is completely shift the, the time frame out and now we're not going to get done until, 
uh, well into December. Yeah. And now the, the, the craziness is really going to start because it's going to be trying to bring out the Christmas tree and trying to put beds back into bedrooms. So. Yeah, I'm in week two of sleeping in my kitchen. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's such a weird... Anyway. Don't, we don't even know where no, we are anymore. No. Um, so that, and then on top of that, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm a Debbie Downer here. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. I know. And so on top of that, I have somehow um, pinched a nerve in my shoulder. Um, I know, right? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know whether it's all the coughing, all the sneezing, uh, or moving of the furniture or sleeping on a terrible, like futon from hell. Um, but I have somehow, uh, pinched a nerve in my shoulder. I actually went to the doctor cause I was like, I can't move my arm anymore. Like this is crazy. I can move my neck, but my shoulder is done. Um, and so they've, identified it as a pinched nerve. And, um, so that's not been any fun whatsoever. Um, and I hate not being able to move things cause we're moving everything right now. So that's been a pain in the butt, mm. well, pain in the shoulder. Um, but oh my gosh, that was like terrible. Wasn't it? That, yeah, was, like that was really depressing. One right maybe, after maybe Victor. another, right after. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we move on to Victor? Oh, he, he's giving you the blue spatula. <laughs> Victor's got the New Jersey devils background. It, it, they're his team. And, and they have been on an impressive streak, but their streak was ended by the Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, maybe Victor will also be in a, in a poor mood. How are you yeah. doing, Victor? <laughs> Technically, uh, the One Devils won that game four to two, but no, whatever. No, because the Devils don't know what a goal. Devils fans don't know what a goal is. You, 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 yeah, it's yeah. not soccer. You can't kick a, yeah. a puck into a net. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, you know, it's, and, <laughs> that's and a Mike, long you know, sigh. It, Holy crap. It's, it's nice to have you here, Mike, but it is a carnal sin to be, to, to be living in Jersey, but to be a Rangers fan. So I don't know what to say about that, except maybe just this. Mm. Um, where is it? There it is. There. Oh, um, Mike <laughs> missed, Mike missed that whole thing. Uh, so he, yeah, you have to restart, but before you do, let me just say happy Thanksgiving yes. to our friends in the U S mm -hmm. and Thank happy you. black Thank Friday. So, so exciting. I know this is your, like your biggest time of the year <laughs> and that is super exciting and worth celebrating. So is, is black Friday bigger than boxing, boxing day or they don't have okay. boxing day. They don't have. Oh, they don't have. Well, oh. yeah, by, by, by virtue of that, yes. <laughs> so yeah, right. one, it's one, bigger one, than bigger. Christ, but no, Thanksgiving's bigger than Christmas, right? No. Thanksgiving. I thought Thanksgiving was bigger for in the states, celebrated bigger. I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's bigger than Christmas. No. No. I don't know. I wouldn't say bigger than Christmas. You get I more mean, days off for Christmas. I mean, I mean, reindeer can fly, turkeys can't fly. So, <laughs> okay. So, Gotta Mike, you missed what you missed was Victor giving you the blue spatula for living in New Jersey but being a Rangers fan. So, uh, oh, that's sorry. What you I, I forgot one of my props too, but I'll hold out for, for a minute. <laughs> it's all good. But I was like, oh no, I, I saw him bring it up. I'm like, oh, I forgot the thing I was going to bring. Yeah, I, I forgive you because you're wearing, uh, you're repping the pod on your t shirt. So, uh, yeah. ABC, baby. There you go. Awesome. Would, would, it, would it be worse than, like living in Toronto and being a Jersey fan. Oh no, nothing's for, yeah. No, no, no. But but Toronto, I'm I'm obviously Toronto is my team, but they're they're just my homer team. Like you have to root for them. Um, like, but, look like it. Yeah, I, I I was I was always a Jersey fan from from the time I started. I got into hockey in in 1987. Uh, I was the biggest 
uh, New Jersey fan and the biggest Ron Hextall fan. So those were my two kind of big things um, that I've uh, always stayed very loyal and true to. Should have known more. Yeah. That should have told me a lot about Victor uh, when I found out he's a Hextall fan. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's very very easy to be a a Leafs fan because you have no expectations. Mm -hmm. You have very low expectations and they they meet your expectations every single year for every year that I've been in this country. They do. Um, You're so right. it's, it's been, it's been really, really easy. <laughs> um, anyway, how's my week? My week's been okay. Um, our, our stove, our stove, uh, went belly up <laughs> on go. last Sunday. And, and so we thought it was toast, but the technician came and said, you just need to replace your control display board. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we think it's fried. Uh, and so today the part came, he came to replace it, took it out and it was completely fried. Oh completely he couldn't explain why or how it happened but he said hey it lasted you 11 years be happy and be even happier that there's an exact part available to replace it so yeah yeah so 500 dollars later we got our you know we got our and, and he said it's a great investment because if you buy a stove now mm-hmm. they typically last four or five years mm-hmm. they just don't last beyond that it's like fridges and so the stove that we have is going to last us another 11 years had we, if we replace that part so we did and we're good Okay. Getting a lot of people complaining in the live stream that we're talking too much hockey. So we're going to move on. <laughs> um, I literally spend the last three minutes talking about a stove. But anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, Aaron points <laughs> out there, that is. Is there a delay yeah. with the live stream? Stove, not <laughs> toast. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, anyway, uh, we'll we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My week, um, it's been last week. I mean, the reason we had to skip last week is because I had a house full of sick people and I was scrambling to to finish uh, the last season of uh, Yes, We Were Open. And I was just too busy. I had no time. But then uh, Letter Kenny drops the season 11 teasers and I'm like, son of a bitch. The one week we take off and there's like so much to talk about. So kudos, I'm going to say now to, to Trace and to the TakeOver team. Uh, for for stepping in last second and doing a a, a last minute uh, episode last week to cover that bit of news because you know we wouldn't be a universe uh, podcast if uh, we had missed that that important piece of news so thank you guys for doing it I know it was kind of a last minute ask I mean I, I threw it out there I uh, you know you didn't have to do it but I I appreciate that you did no we, we cracked the code out <laughs> <laughs> we were well, so we better do this we yeah. were so down and out so yeah oh yeah there was no way I had no time to do anything oh, so kudos we, to we yes to Casey to Aaron to Trace to to Liz uh, and to awesome you guys. Did, as usual, did a great job filling in, and uh, we appreciate you and and everyone else who joined in on the call. Robbie, uh, uh, Stephen, uh, uh, who else is in there? Um, uh, Adrian. Adrian. That sounds like a real party right yeah, there. Yeah, it was, it was a regular Ag Hall social. Um, uh, oh, man. Mike some, was there. Mike. I was there. Richard? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. yeah was and Robbie's kid. <laughs> Robbie's <laughs> kid. <laughs> kid. Made, just, made just, to bring it back, just to bring it back to hockey, you guys are the collective e-bug. What now? Collective <laughs> e-bug? What? what? <laughs> Victor. Uh, Chad was there too. Yes. Uh, and I'm missing one other person. I'm blanking on... Uh, on oh, Michelle uh, was there. Oh, yeah. Michelle was there. No. <laughs> just one other guy from Colorado. What's his name? Joey. Joey. Joey was there too. Uh, so um, you guys are beauties. Thank you so much for filling in. And uh, uh, you had some interesting uh, insight and, and analysis on those teasers. So I'm looking forward to seeing whether those come true. Um, 
Yeah. My, so yeah. So this week's been a little bit less crazy because uh, everyone's like the kids are back to school. Tanya's back to work. They're feeling a lot better. Uh, I'm no longer working on on the work podcast. Uh, you were working like three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, Friday night. Yeah. So last Friday, I was I was up until three o'clock finishing the last episode of podcast. The next day, Saturday, I was up till three o'clock in the morning because I had a gig with the band. So I was a write off. I was. It's amazing though that I had a house full of sick people, I and I still don't understand. I don't know what happened. I didn't like, get we it. Were ca- we were. I didn't You'll get, get it. it. We were all caught. Like <laughs> there was no containing it anymore. I'm sh- I'm still. Maybe I already had it, and it just it was just I a mild form. The stress is keeping yeah, me together. Still. Yeah, I think the stress I got dragon blood. The stress kept me blood. kept me healthy through because I had so many deadlines last week, um, and it's you know I. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, thankfully, I was able to get everything done this week. Uh, it's a little bit more relaxed. We're st- I'm still sleeping sleeping in the kitchen though. Um, uh, Tanya and I started watching. <laughs> so You're sleeping in the living room. That happens to be open to the kitchen. My mattress is in the middle of my living room, and then there's the kitchen right like it's right. It's all open concept. You're you're, you're adjacent <laughs> to the you're adjacent to the island. Uh, anyway, Tanya and I started The Crown. Uh, we're what three episodes into the latest season of The Crown. It's oh still man, amazing. we're watching it on a phone because yeah. like <laughs> we don't have a TV right now because everything's packed <laughs> up. Anyway, this is so hard. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, started Dairy Girls. That's really fun. I'm I'm really enjoying that. So uh, yeah, just kind of staying, you know, watching whatever is available. And uh, White uh, Lotus is a good show if you're looking. For I a show. started. I saw him two or three episodes, two episodes into that, and I'm still waiting for it to grab me. So far, it's just season one or season. You're started with season one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. That's that resort thing, right? Where they're yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very work, good. We finished working mom. It's fine. Uh, so far, but the story so far has been kind of boring. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I don't remember. It's a good show. Just, just be yeah. patient. Oh, Aaron and, says you know. she she loved White Lotus. I'll give it. A, I'll keep watching. I just so far, I'm like I'm waiting for it to grab me, and it hasn't yet. So yeah, probably because you're watching it on a on your you know maybe. iWatch or whatever. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, and, and so I've been able to catch up on a few things this week because of that. I finally put out the the tra- Are you okay there? And uh, finally put out the trailer for our season of Shorzy, which was months ago. Uh, still having like still a bunch of other stuff. We still have to finish the um, uh, the the bracket, the um, cold open bracket. So there's one battle left to do oh that. Oh my god, are you still working on? That? Oh my god, there's just so much. I, I've fallen behind because I've been doing actual work, the the stuff that's paying. So. Uh, anyway, getting back to doing all that other stuff. Um, Trace, thank you so much for joining and for filling in. Matt, Matt was a uh, he tweeted out this that he was up at, since three thirty this morning. I'm not sure whether he's sick or whether one of his kids are sick. That's the last we heard of him. Yeah, and that was the last we heard of him. So I feel like uh, I I, I kind of knew he wasn't going to make it tonight. So I'm I'm, I'm th- thank you for uh, filling in for him last minute. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I've got my trusty hat on because, mm-hmm. well, you got to. <laughs> yeah, because you're Matt. And, uh, <laughs> playing the part of Matt. <laughs> playing the part of Matt. Oh, uh, love it. And um, I don't know. Uh, this week's been it's been great because I worked for three days, mm-hmm. and then I got the next four off, which I'll never hate. And, you know, everything else has been going good. Have some family in town, and uh, it's good to see them. And mm-hmm. I got two more days off, so whatever, man. Great. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Well, how's the weather been there? Uh, it's been good. It rained a little yesterday, but mm-hmm. it got up to like 65, 70 oh, that's degrees right. today. Actually, we had a, a pretty mild day today, too. Although, Actually, tomorrow's supposed to be pretty mild. Yeah, so 
So, yay global warming? I don't know. Anyway, no. Well, I know. I'm not. I'm just. Yeah. What else can you do? Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. It's almost December, and we're we're still in the teens here. In but Canada. we've had quite a bit of snow. Uh, we've uh, yeah, a little bit of snow, not quite a bit. We've yet to have any snow. Yeah. We, I, I know I, I came into the house, there was like, it was fall and then all of a sudden snow and, and the season changed while I was sick. And then I went yeah. back outside and going, yeah. crap. Yeah. She, she got out. sick. It was fall. She, she got better. She went outside going, when the fuck did it become winter out here? Yeah. yeah. I tried to go for a walk around the block and I'm like, there's freaking snow everywhere. Before we get to me- uh, Mike, I forgot to mention, I was also on Toronto Mike last night. So if, uh, if anyone here listens to, or wants to hear about me. Uh, talking about my other podcast, uh, Toronto Mike is a lot of fun, and uh, we do get to a little bit of Letter Kenny talk in there as well, but not too much. Um, he doesn't like the show. Uh, no, well, not, not I wasn't. I wasn't there in the co- the capacity of this podcast. <laughs> I was there to promote th- my work podcast. So, uh, but I still got and some. Uh, Letter and he Kenny. saves his content for here. Yes, yes, I do. Exactly. Yeah, Mike doesn't deserve this gold. Uh, <laughs> Mike, but <laughs> not you, Mike. Toronto Mike doesn't oh, deserve okay. this I'm goal. Like, Toronto Mike. New, Jer- New Jersey Mike absolutely deserves everything. Go ahead, New Jersey Mike. Uh, how was uh, how's your week? It's pretty good. You know, coupled to last week, it's mm-hmm. been two really easy weeks at school. Um, the seniors were off on their senior trip to Disney. Mm-hmm. So half of my classes were pretty much just studies because you got, you know, half your class is gone. You're not really doing anything. So that was last week, and then a short two and a half days this week. I had to do another dance Wednesday night. We had the homecoming dance. So I was out there chaperoning myself uh, and a bunch of other people, which was, you know, is what it is uh, when you take on those student roles, student activities roles. Mm-hmm. And is this then um, high school or, or college or no, what, what grade? Yeah. High, high school. school. High school, right? Nine to 12. Oh, and my. then um, yesterday was fine. You know, we had small Thanksgiving. My mom, dad, and brother came over here, and you know, with the kids, they barely eat anything, but it's okay. Uh, um, my son ate a lot of turkey with ketchup, so you, <laughs> Chad, and um, we had a good time. Today was my mom's birthday, so we had a lunch, and you know, I just spent the rest of the day. We put the tree up way too early, in my opinion, but my wife loves to have it up today. I'm with you, and I, and I love her, so I let her. You know, I don't really argue oh, with too much anymore. Good man, good man. Tree uh, shouldn't go up until December. <clears throat> It's I, not true. Unless it's real. Is it a real tree, Mike? This is the first year we do not have a real tree. Mm, At the end of last year, she's like, we're just going to buy one. They were super cheap. So she's like, let's just be done with it. <laughs> you know, it's too much of a hassle. Truck out to the tree place and then just cut it down. We made the memories. We don't need to keep making that memory. You know what? Well, you'll never go back. We did the same. I think the first few years that we were married, we did the real tree, and then we stopped. But the only <laughs> downside to that, though, is that you got to store the darn thing for like the eleven months, and you only have yeah. it up for a few weeks, and yeah. then that's it again. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah. that the super downside. <laughs> the super downside of it is, uh, you know. It never goes back into the box the way you think it's no, going to go back. No, right. bag. <laughs> and you take it out of the box. We have a bag now for it. So we, without without fail, you put it up and half the strands don't work. It, and, yeah. Oh, it's pretty lit. The thing seems to plug it in. Like well, it's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Eventually, it will not be yeah, lit yeah, I'm anymore. Sure. I'm sure. <laughs> that's what, our, that's what our soldering gun is for. Soldering gun. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, sure. They're, they're I grew up of... with a fake tree, though, so I was pushing for a fake tree for a while. Yeah. I was like, let's just do fake. We, you know, we grew up with that, so it's like, eh, take it down whenever, put it back whenever. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Right. 
Yeah, and real tree. I mean, save the save the trees. Come on. Um, all right. Uh, you know, yesterday was U.S. Thanksgiving. I'm sure you guys are still getting over your turkey comas, and you could probably use a coffee to 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 stay alert during this episode. So why don't we listen to this word from our sponsor? Hey there. How are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. You want to talk about Kamari coffee? I was going to say coffee squirrely, Dan, as in diabolical coffee. Okay. I am sorry for my outburst earlier. Apology accepted, cunt. Now, as I was saying, they got the stuff at the produce stand. Isn't that right, Dickskin? Dickens. And maybe we should let Glenn handle the read? Well, it is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. And speaking of swag, I've designed some new t-shirts. Want to see? <clears throat> There's a roast for all tastes. You can order bean, whole bean. Can I get a course? We've got a course. Let's get standard grind. Standard grind going once. We got espresso in the back. K-Cups really should be part of this conversation. Use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for not 10, not 15, but 20. That's 20% off the purchase of any coffee or merch. What if I get a bit of both? Well, then that's 20% off your total purchase for a grand total of 20% off. Sold! Speaking of merch, I've got these t-shirts. That's enough, Pastor. Last time I had coffee this good, I was down Dominican with a few buddies. These tasties. McMurray. <clears throat> thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric, for your support. Yes, thank you, Eric, for your support. We really have to get Matt on Letter Kenny playing like Alexander's brother or something. Like, I think... <laughs> so good. Uh, welcome... New Twitter followers, Melissa, Brad Ryan from Best Country on the Planet, and that's Canada, Fatima, Mariano D'Souza, Killer Queen MB from West Virginia, Beavis Christ from 420, uh, Tim from Behind You, Paul Johnstone from Suffolk, UK, Kevin from Newmarket, just like up the street here, uh, Legends NVR, do you know who, who Kevin is? Sure I do. Yeah, ne- legends never die from Florida. Phil Fryman, uh, Mark Nelson, top guy from San Jose, California. Uh, t- TV to me, uh, Michelle Kazuba from somewhere with cats. Marky Mall, Frankie Pozos from from uh, Los Angeles. Bros from East Bay. Cats in a bag. Four twenty dot DSK. Uh, Tyler I- Adams, Brian O'Connor from Ireland. Uh, Gre- Cre- uh, Greg Coop. Uh, Zach, <laughs> Zach, Elon Musk is a twat waffer, waffle wow. <laughs> from the from the uh, province of depression. I'm just reading them, people. But uh, festive. You, you missed that. Oh, but festive, yeah. Uh, he's, a tw- he's a twat waffle, but festive. <laughs> uh, Case, Angry Canuck, Rich DeFeo, Brian Rains from yeah. California, Daniel Hardy, uh, Craig Christopher, jo- Jonal uh, Cross from Canada, Moose Squatch, <laughs> The Dude Abides from the United States, Stephen uh, w- uh, Wicklack from Warren, Rhode Island, uh, Russell Daniels, Huckleberry Sid from Toronto, Bears Down for Life from, Il- uh, from Illinois, T. Morrill, Jason Schneider, Joel Z from LA, um, Mike Guild from Indiana, uh, Cody Swigger, Cult of Splat, The Ads Homepage, Jeff, Dalton Col- Colbert, or Colbert, uh, Stas from Suburbs of Chicago, Amber Napier, uh, Erutides du, uh, this is Portuguese, Erutides dos Prazeres from, oh yeah, say it for me, <laughs> from Massachusetts, I can say that, but I can't say Massachusetts, <laughs> XOTG Reaper, Secret, <laughs> I've lost Tanya, <laughs> Elizabeth Martin Webb and that skip guy. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously 
on Letterkenny. Last week, we chose the worst week to take off because they announced Letterkenny Season 11. So the TPS Takeover team came to the rescue and pulled together a last-minute episode analyzing the two teasers that were dropped by the by Crave and Hulu. This week, our buddy Mike joins us, apropos of the holidays, to kick out the best Letterkenny holiday moments. Great timing, Mike. Thank you for joining us. So here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Tell us, first of all, what your criteria was for selecting these scenes. <laughs> okay, well, my criteria for selecting holiday episodes was it was only six to, to go through because that was, you know, that was a a primary concern. It's like, what, what's not going to take a lot of time? Yeah, it's key to volunteer for homework that isn't a whole lot of work. Well, well yeah, done there, Mike. Aaron did like a whole <laughs> happiness that yes. ended up. She's like, well, first I reviewed every episode. I'm like, what? It's a lot of episodes. <laughs> well, I expect to see like your work. You show your work. You're a teacher. You should show your work. Like, like my Aaron work did. is on a on a pad. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I just have page after page of notes. But um, holiday episodes are really like great because they're standalone episodes. You know, you don't have anything before or after. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that they're like Katie's tarts. Holiday episodes are like Katie's tarts. <laughs> they're satisfying. They don't last long. And you never know when you're going to get them. So oh. they're really something you can dig into. Like well getting big cards. Um, and hopefully there are 19 of them. So we should. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> they also feature like the whole cast. You know, for the most part, uh, they look for something to do for the whole cast. Most of them. And uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed, you know. So I noticed in, in going over them so many times, there's also like repetition in the things. Like Halloween had a lot of. Basically, it was the same scene over right. with different stuff. Same kind of thing with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there was that, too. And I don't know if that is so you can serve all those characters or if it was just because they wanted to pump something out, which was still fantastic. But, you know, a little formula. So there was sure. that as well. Sure. Same thing with Christmas. You know, it was a pattern of Wayne and the present. So um, that was something. The other thing I observed about these holiday episodes is, you know, I tried to, like – for you know kind of forecast what are what could they possibly still do mm-hmm. um you have your canadian thanksgiving hasn't been mentioned right they got canada day mm-hmm. which also i don't know we're we gonna maybe someday find out that's actually wayne's birthday as well right as well he says um but then i thought it'd be a perfect one maybe an arbor day earth day so they could also then hit the the environmental thing too you know because they do like to make points with their mm-hmm their show as well and make a point about the environment so that could be some things Mm -hmm. but the criteria basically was what makes me laugh um and it's not as you were saying in the pre-show what makes me laugh isn't necessarily what makes everyone else laugh so i hope they do Mm -hmm. make i hope these are things that everyone appreciates but um it was really just like what struck me as funny and hopefully you know Everyone else will find them the same. Well, I, I told you in the pre-show, the one of the scenes you picked here is probably one of my favorite Letter Kenny scenes of all time. So uh, you, you did good, and we'll get to those in a second. Um, I do agree with the, the holiday specials. Like, it's it's smart of them to make these holiday episodes because uh, they're guaranteed to be played every year at least once, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and But there's like a million Christmas specials, right? So what they have to do is they have to find those 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 holidays that don't have any representation like for example one of my favorite movies of all time is groundhog day it's the only groundhog day movie as far as i can tell uh and but it, everyone will watch it every year because it's groundhog day right and i think you need to i think letter needs to find that holiday like maybe it's international women's day because i can't think of another 
show that's done an international women's day special. So that'll, that'll be interesting like going forward, but I'd love to see a Canada day episode or new year's Eve episode. Uh, St. Patrick's day. They, well, they, they, did, that they did a really, yeah, yeah. they did a really uh, good mm-hmm. job with that new one. Year's Eve would be really close to what they did for Christmas though. Maybe you know, there, I think there'd be a lot of the same like house party overtones, but you know, and whatever they do, we're going to watch it. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, Victoria Day, that would be a good one to do. That's more, I think that's a very Canadian holiday. I don't, you guys don't have Victoria Day very, in the US. Yeah, that would, Canadian yeah, that holiday. would stand out. Yeah, I mean, that's the first one. How, how about Passover, where the plague has to cross over all the houses and the firstborn <laughs> has to die or something like that? Sure, I think they, that, they could probably do something a lot really Well, they did that. the Easter one, and, and uh, weren't they holding the cross? Yeah, and yeah, and uh, the, that was kind of like. They did the Passion Play. It was The, it was pa- the Passion Play, sure. <laughs> Gotta smear a little puppers above the door. <laughs> all right we're gonna get started with this i'm gonna share my screen here so we can uh so to all of those who are listening right now i'll try my best to describe what's going on but eventually we will put out a video version of this on youtube so if there's anything you missed uh you, you'll be able to watch it then but uh, let me just share my screen here uh make sure the sound's on and here we go with uh you've got 12 clips here mike so we're gonna do mike's yeah, top, 12. top 12 here. first two 12 and 11 are both short mm-hmm. so they're kind of like appetizers to the main the main course here so or the main dinner um so but yeah play 12 we'll talk about. sounds good here we go mike's favorite letter kenny holiday moment oh where the heck is there we go mike's favorite letter kenny holiday moments number 12. okay <laughs> i'm horny Looking this way, please. <laughs> so let's all walk our little hole strings, okay, and play peekaboo with our special someonesies. I am. We are all here today to have a little giggleeler that might turn into a little tickleeler and maybe, just maybe, a little diddlyler. No longer hornies. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you know, that's a, a short, quick one that I probably would have tossed if I had to get down to a strict ten. Mm. But you have Dan, who always tells just tells it like it is. I'm horny, <laughs> and then by the end of that, because of the stupid matchmaker, mm. who I'm not a big fan of the character, but she did do that well. You know, mm. her little affectations are a little ridiculous but you know that's clearly that was all for dan right there because dan is just letting it out this is what i feel and it's gone <laughs> and it's gone yeah what do you think about dan do you remember did you remember that scene? i didn't no? i didn't as uh, you know uh, coming into it and dan kind of almost looks at the camera i'm horny, um, I'm horny. <laughs> and and then she just completely pops the balloon it's just like yeah makes you gone. wonder what did it for him whether it's her being pregnant or the red dress or the combination of the two like, you know or being in a just church for a Valentine's dating for Day. speed dating and in in the morning at 11 o'clock in the morning was <laughs> like, it 11 o'clock in the morning i, I think it was morning yeah. yeah oh my gosh i'm horny <laughs> so perfect i i love i love it already mike yeah. you know the the teaser to just get us in the mood mm-hmm. i love it i love it victor what do you think Oh yeah, that was, was super funny. Uh, of course, that was the infamous uh, fetus episode. 
Right. Um, but, <laughs> Infamous MVP. is right. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I have to imagine they, they probably have to do a couple of takes on that one because uh, they probably burst out laughing when she's saying those ridiculous things. But she, she's, you know, as as annoying a character as she is, like, uh, like Mike, like you said, you got to give her kudos for commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She she really committed to to that uh, that part for sure. Uh, Trace? Uh, Mike hit the nail on the head. Uh, Dan just bookends that scene perfectly. <laughs> like, I mean, he couldn't just be any more dialed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm also with him. Uh, when she talks like that, I almost want to just choke myself to death. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the next one, number 11. Number 11. Dan? Who is this Dan? He's pick of Ron Nonalias. The wind. And I found the first boobies trap, making me Easter champion. Oh, bother. Are you hammered? <laughs> How hammered are you, Squirrely Dan? A lot, Tavares. <laughs> hey, I ever tell you guys about the first Easter? It was a long time ago, and Jesus invited his friends to his house for dinner. And he said, hey, do one of you guys hide these chocolate eggs before the Romans come? And Judas, did you mind feeding my pet rabbit? Outstanding. Now everybody's getting hammered but me. You wanna know what? People should only get hammered together so that you never have to see how obnoxious your friends actually are. Right, Katie? Sorry, big brother. Join in the parade. Find the eggs. Gary, there better be some fucking Gus and Brew left at the end of all of this. (laughs) That looked like a cold day on the farm. Holy crap. Yeah. Victor, I know well, you're not a fan of. Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Why'd you pick oh, sorry, this one? Sorry. Go ahead. Um, again, this is Dan doing the heavy lifting, you know, mm-hmm. with his his pretending to be drunk. I'm assuming he's pretending. Um, and I, <laughs> this one to me it has two things that made me put on the list. Number one, my extensive background as you know in Catholic school, having gone to Catholic school and worked in Catholic school for close to thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Dan he starts off with. Who is this man? I am the wind. <laughs> I, I've known people like this that are just ridiculous when they're drunk, and we all have. Mm-hmm. But um, again, it's a short one, a short little appetizer to everything else. But you know, Dan's interpretation of Easter is might as well just be you know the one we use from now on. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's the most drunk we've ever seen Dan in that scene. Uh, he was super drunk. And Victor, I know how much you love. When actors uh, act drunk, what do you think of that scene? Uh, I mean, it was fairly, uh, you know, mild. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it wasn't particularly. I don't think there was any belly laughs in that scene. <laughs> it was. Uh, um, I guess it, it is what it is. I enjoyed the scenes only uh, from the nostalgia factor that I just was remembering our trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, taking that photo up in exactly mm-hmm. the same way they were situated, and mm-hmm. I think I was sitting in that same seat in the yes. same location as uh, Squirrely was sitting. So, and you, you took the only light, chair. How yeah. Well, yeah, you took. And how chair. how well <laughs> Wayne was lit compared to how terribly you were lit. So, um, yeah, no. I, so for me, it was uh, extra special that way. So I'm going to kind of give give them a pass for being fake drunk. I love that Jesus gave Judas the job of hiding the the eggs from the <laughs> from, from the rabbit or something. I forget what it was now. A Tri- python? I, I thought I heard <laughs> python in there somewhere. Uh, Trace, what Judas you was supposed to take care of the rabbit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Trace. Uh, 
I, I, I'm not going to denigrate anybody's ranking of this, but that is probably my favorite oh, yeah. uh, holiday moment. <laughs> Mostly because I love, well, I love Dan. And mm-hmm. He plays drunk beautifully. And <laughs> I, I love the story he tells because it, it hits so hard when you know the basic storyline of, you know, the, the passion play and yeah, or, yeah. or what all that. And where he just goes way out in left field, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, it's probably, yeah, it's probably my favorite holiday episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, move on to number 10. Sweet Thomas, you hearing any talk about this maybe being the Sally's uh, uh, Christmas party ever? It's festive. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Merry Christmas. You got me a gift? Oh, oh, oh. It's tradition, so, yeah. What is it? Open it. Mm. I can't, my nails aren't dry. Serious? Good enough. What's that? An apron? Yeah, I can see it's an apron. Okay. Why would you buy a woman an apron? Well, I thought it was clever the text. What do I look like, my Duda? I've not had the pleasure. What was the runner-up to that? Vacuum cleaner bags or something? Oven mitts. Oven mitts? Yes, they said hot stuff coming through. Might as well just said get in the kitchen and cook my dinner, woman. Well, that's not clever. The text. You know you're sending a really chauvinistic message there, bud. Well, it's not what I meant. What'd you mean, then? Not to say you're a good fucking cook. But you don't like dudes hanging out around your grill while you're cooking, so I thought it was clever. The text. Done being a cow now, or? Yeah. I'm sorry, boo. I just, I'm a little sensitive sometimes. It's all right, everybody's a little bit sensitive these days, fuck. I know, right? So fucking gay. (laughs) So, is there, um, any strings attached to this apron? Almost certainly. Mm, too bad. Say cheese. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tannis. Next. <laughs> That's a great mm. clip. Mike, why'd you pick it? Bonnie. Uh, anyway, uh, well, the way that Tannis reacts, you know, she gets her, her guard up, you know, first, and she takes that Tannis tone mm-hmm. and, and posture, and then she just melts because she only does that with me. Yeah. You know, and then Wayne Wayne can call her a cow. And Wayne, Wayne is the yeah. only person who can yeah. call Tannis a cow. A cow. <laughs> only one. Oh, man. And the way he keeps saying the text. <laughs> like he's trying to make the point, you know, because of the text. Um, but the kicker to it all is the, the Bonnie McMurray line at the end. She never breaks eye contact with Tannis when she goes, Merry Christmas. Next. You know, <laughs> she's staking her claim there. It's like, you can move on now, Tannis. So, um, that's why I like and I, I noticed in my list it's it's kind of tennis heavy at parts. So I don't know what that says about me, but it says know, you have great well. taste because I'm I'm a big <laughs> fan of tennis as well. I love Wayne and Tennis. Those two have su- such great chemistry when they're on screen together. Like not just sexual chemistry, but even like that that scene there, that's not there's nothing sexual about that scene, but it's just the back and forth between those two, the the tension and then the release and then the just 
everything about it, the, the flirting and it, yeah. perfect. She and, turns into like a teenage girl. Like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah. Wayne is the only guy who, the only human being who can get away with calling Dennis a cow and, <laughs> and live to tell it. Trace, what did, what did you think? Uh, I, I thought it was great. I mean, just the, uh, innocence in Wayne, who's mm. absolutely sure that his gifts won't be, you know, taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he goes, what was the, you know, what was the backup? Mm-hmm. A pair of mitts that said hot stuff coming through. Like, why don't you love this? It's the greatest thing ever. In- <laughs> it's and he just, he just, you know, leaves her out there and, you know, lets her come to her own conclusion. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think at the time that this was reviewed, uh, you know, some folks took some umbrage to him calling her a cow, but I mean, I, oh. I think they're, <laughs> close enough and yeah to where they it, it can be a sort of backwards term of endearment mm-hmm. and i still love wayne's wince when she goes it's so gay yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect uh, this is actually one of my favorite scenes between the two of them it's the one i remember the most uh, just because of that banter and 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 yeah, like no one else can say those words to each other and, and get away with it. Um, like anyone else is saying those words to, to Tannis or to Wayne, you know, him back up on his heels. Like he wasn't even on his heels. He was coming back to her like, like, so mm-hmm. Like, no, I was going to get you some mittens. Like, it was just like, <laughs> it's, it's the best. It's, well, I think it also shows a little bit of lack of self-awareness on Wayne's part. A little bit, right? Like, he doesn't understand why that would be taken the wrong way. It's a it's a thoughtful gift. It doesn't need to be taken the wrong because way. Because of the text, but, it's, yeah, a thought, it's, be- it's a thoughtful <laughs> gift. The text, <laughs> the text overrules the pretext, right? So, um, yeah, in this case, it was... Ooh, that's good, Al. Thank you. I, I just made that up <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, Victor, what did you think of this? Yeah, I, I, I guess not much left to be said. I... I Basically, they have great chemistry and uh, the, the scene was almost anti-sexual because mm-hmm. they were, you know, they're very brother sister like in that whole scene. Yeah. Um, well, until yeah. the end, because yeah. then he, she kind of leans yeah. in yeah. asking about the strings, yeah, but right? Even, even there, like Wayne was never, I, I, I don't think Wayne at any time was flirty. Like uh, no, know. he never no no exactly. So, but I don't so, think Wayne so, flirts though. I think yeah, Wayne yeah. flirts <laughs> by turning pages in a book. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but given it's Christmas, you know. Of course, Tannis is going to take a flyer and see what she can yeah. Right. Yeah. see where everything is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great scene, uh, Mike. Great pick. And now I think that what that was just number ten. So it's going to get better from here. Let's oh. ch- let's check it out. Number nine. Oh, I guess I should narrate this one because there's no text. <laughs> so we're at the um, St. Patty's Day. Uh, celebration at the uh, egg or the one of the hall. Yeah, uh, we kicked out the scene I think for fights before. This is where the uh, wordless or word- wordless scenes. Yeah, this is where the the Hicks Dairy's completely. Yeah, fight trash. off, fight off the Dgens. Security at, is drunk. Yeah, Dairy's gone. So are Riley and Jonesy. And the skids are DJing, and the uh, DJs are causing, or they're 
they're causing trouble with the ladies and then they line up oh they have shirts and the dgens they face off yeah they've got like weird sayings on their shirts inappropriate fuck me i'm irish and then Stewart throws his hat and the brawl begins. I love the music change. Yeah. And I love this is kind of like a 1960s Batman where they, they throw the punch but freeze frame before the, the punch lands. And they drive out the DJs. Like St. Patrick did with the snakes. And then they celebrate with some shots. Oh, Squirrely Dan with his pitter-patter. Pitter-patty. <laughs> Wayne's holding Derry up because he can't stand. He's so drunk. And the sandwich guy, Sammy Sandwich, shakes hands with Derry. Or, yeah, with Derry. And they take shots. And then they celebrate their fight win. McMurray and Wayne hoist Derry up on their shoulder. And they... He's, he's just a rag doll at this point, just kind of. <laughs> I love the slow mo. Oh, and here comes Bonnie and Mrs. McMurray coming out of the bathroom wearing each other's clothes. Did I say Bonnie? I meant Katie. Katie looking a little ashamed. Mrs. McMurray looking very pleased with herself. And the celebration continues. Yes, that's a great scene. Mike. Explain yourself. Yeah, I, I want to say too loud about this because it was on wordless scenes and fight mm-hmm. scenes, but all of, all of that's been said before is true. Yeah. Um, it's it's us against them. It's DJs against the Letter Kenny crew. The only thing I'm confused about is is Sammy Sandwich one of them or is he a DJ? Like he's getting the beat down, but then at the end he's like, oh, he's getting the drinks with Jerry. Um, either in the traditional like we fought, now it's over kind of yeah, scenario. Yeah. Or was he a DGen? So I don't know about that. I don't think he was a DGen. I think because that that conflict be, was because of it was like a conflict between two mascots, right? Sammy Sandwich and Peter yeah, yeah, Patty. Probably. So I think that was a different um, conflict. The way that Dale's plays drunk again, uh, Victor <laughs> maybe doesn't like that kind of thing. But just that he's like you said, he's a rag doll. Mm-hmm. Just he goes limp and he's just being tossed around. <laughs> and then uh, the kicker on that scene to me is Katie and Mrs. McMurray coming out of the bathroom. I I kind of took an exception to one you said in the last time this was on about how maybe Katie had regret in her eyes with that scene. I think someone said, oh, she regretted going to the bathroom with Mr. McMurray. I always I looked at it more as like, oh, my God, what did she just do to me? Like not, It wasn't regret. Like, she wasn't ready for right. all the fury that is Mrs. McMurray. <laughs> oh, maybe, <laughs> but, yeah. But she, I don't know. Either, either way, it's just a funny ending to that whole scenario how that played out but she had she had more of a i've seen things look on her the eye roll the eye roll yeah what did she do (laughs) you know like you can't teach katie a lot of things probably but i think Mm -hmm. she learned some things Mm -hmm. but uh anyway (laughs) that that seems been talked about right do what you will with it all right tam what do you think of this one yeah, I, I I still don't know, you know, propping somebody that drunk up on your shoulders, like you're going to get thrown up on on your head. You're I such I, a mom. Come on. I I, <laughs> I I fear I fear the the repercussions of that of those actions. Mm-hmm. Um I love the 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 music change mm-hmm. uh when the fight begins, the the hat throw and and just how absolutely smashed um Derry is. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, it's a great scene. Great scene. That was a very differently shot fight when you because of the freeze framing that happens. It before, goes fast and slow. It slows down. Shot, and, well, yeah. and, and they freeze before a shot. Yeah. It, it's almost like it was a different director or something because they've never since done that either. Like they've had so many fight scenes and generally they're the same. They're slow motion to some kind of great soundtrack this time it was slow motion but with the the freeze frame so i'm i'm curious to you know to find out from billy uh what why that was different you know mm-hmm. whether that was a different direction because it was a different director that day or or what um anyway victor what do you think um all i can think about is the fight that would have precluded that scene between mm-hmm. mcmurray and a weed whacker um <laughs> because <laughs> that hairdo right (laughs) that hairdo was very distracting um but uh distracted by the d by the hair well the do the do okay oh my gosh hold on okay oh my my, gosh my blue spatula (laughs) (laughs) you deserve that one trace what do you think of this uh if we can only if the the one thing that stands out to this is Dale's commitment. Oh my God, Dale's commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if he wasn't drunk, God, he really should have been because mm-hmm. that was that was that was, that was acting commitment from the get go. Um, I, I I like the freeze frame things, and like you said, it I I can't, I can't see it being a different director. No, I, but, I, but it's just a very different. They've never done it since, right? And, so. and this was mm-hmm. what the this was the first. I think holiday special, a, yeah. and maybe they they Season were trying three. to give some idea that it was uh, something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a th- in a throwback statement, this was the last scene I cut on my uh, wordless scenes episodes. Oh, okay. So this would have been the third appearance of this scene had, uh, had yeah, yeah. Got and it. I mean, cause <laughs> I, I felt it was too much like a little bit like, uh, the Modine's one, mm-hmm. but that, and I didn't have anything to reference it to, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, as a throwback in the realm of, uh, cool wordless scenes, it's up there. Yeah, it is up there. Um, the, the fight itself, it was fine. Like, it, it, it was kind of, um, there wasn't a lot that happened in the fight. I really enjoyed leading up to it, the, the, the flashing back between the skids, you know, performing on stage to the tension building on the dance floor, back to the skids doing, you know, slow motion dancing, back to the tension. I really enjoyed the buildup actually more than the fight itself. I thought it was a, it was a lot, of, uh, really well done. All right, let's see what we have next. Number eight. Oka, old-style harvest pilsner from Kahnawake, Quebec. Proud, fearless, defensive, loyal, knows its history. Tastes like an upset shaman's hoarded collection of spunky backwoods fruit. Takers? Get this guy a fucking poppers. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> you think this is an Indian haunting? He's watched too many shitty movies. No, no one's implying that, but we're just covering their bases. You do have a rich history of tomfuckery in this town, and that can't be denied. Oh, well. Is this place built on an ancient Indian burial ground? Not to my knowledge. Did you find a tomahawk lodged in your door? Not yet, no. Did you wake up with moccasins at the foot of your bed? But is that a thing? Because... Okay, just get yourselves a couple of dream catchers and stop watching shitty horror movies. (laughs) 
actually have to explain this? You better go home and change or I will fight you. <laughs> Bonnie. Wayne. On your way to the protest rally upcountry to provide glaring examples of cultural appropriation for people who don't understand cultural appropriation but probably should. Sure am, Wayne. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. I will. <laughs> Another tennis scene. I love it. Vic or uh, Mike, first tell us why you um, picked this. Well, anytime you have Bonnie, Katie, and Tannis in one scene, it's going to be considered. Uh, <laughs> and again, there's so much repetition. Halloween is basically the same gag over and over. You get Derry uh, espousing about some craft beer. And, you know, I we hope probably all known these people who are like, oh, this beer, mm-hmm. you know, and you just Dan just pounds it. So that, you have that gag, which is recurrent. Um, and then, of course, the Bonnie coming out in some costume, which recurs as well. So in reality, I could have picked any of them. And I didn't go beyond this one in Halloween because they're all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So this one, I like, especially, it's got Tannis. I don't know why she's sitting down, though. It's the stage is the positioning of her sitting down it had to be for a reason oh interesting yeah you're right she's like yeah like she's down behind the pool table yeah. was she pregnant yeah. then i don't I, think i don't so. think she was pregnant then oh. I, I, I don't know i think that was a lot older episode but yeah. um then the payoff being you know that what she was doing is, is also appropriate for letter candy to be like calling people out for uh cultural appropriation and whatnot so mm-hmm. um aside from the three ladies being in it uh, I like the message of that one, you know, that they're, they're going to do this again, get these people that don't think this is what letter is about, but it always is, you know, it always strives to be distoned politically. Mm-hmm. And then there's always people who misunderstand it. So it yeah. always makes us laugh here at the, the DM. So I, I anyway, love- yeah. I love, the, I love in the live stream they say this is when we need awesome to to tell us uh, you know what's what in terms of timing first of all uh, she wouldn't have been pregnant with this current child she just had because this episode was way like yeah, yeah it was way too long ago so unless she already had a kid uh but uh yeah it was a, an interesting choice to have her kind of ducking behind the um pool table like that uh victor what do you think of this scene um well i mean the scene uh, altogether, I was mostly kind of disinterested in the in the dialogue and conversation until Bonnie came out, and then you know it's like okay, now things are fun and interesting again. I I loved uh, Tannis's reaction to Bonnie's costume. Though. I was like, do I need to fight you? Do I really need to explain this shit to you? Why what you're wearing is so wrong? I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, Trace, um, as far as the uh, her sitting, I think a little. Uh, if, if I had to make a guess and just my first gut feeling when y'all started talking about it was mm-hmm. they were trying to make sort of a triangle of the people mm-hmm. in the scene. So they're not all just standing there. Uh, the one thing that i never noticed before and is I couldn't stop looking at is on, was it Dylan? I think the numbers on his Jersey are backwards. Oh, what? 93. It was 93, right? Was yeah, it but it's like 63 upside down. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it was, so let's let's look. I mean, I was just in a protest rally up country back to here provide and, glaring and, examples of cultural appropriation. Uh, let's get back to where Dill or I will fight you. Oh, Bonnie, thirty-six. I guess on your way to the protest 30, rally up country. Ninety-three. Provide better. Go home and change. Ninety-three, but the three is backwards. Is yeah, it? So I mean, yeah. oh, so it's nine e. Nine e. Like yeah, thirty-six. If you put it the other way, it's thirty-six. That is interesting. Yeah, so yeah I wonder what. <laughs> No, I've never noticed that before, up. and it's the only thing I could I could look mm-hmm. at yeah, this time when we're watching it. 
Interesting. <laughs> Good catch. Getting around the bases. Oh, I don't know. Cultural appropriation for people who don't understand. Okay, well, well, well Tanya, what do you think of this scene while we uh, get through this here? Um, you know, I love that the clip started um, with the review of the beer uh, to, to showcase um, um, dairy on top of the the um, the, the saddle. Because mm-hmm. um, that was one of the, the main points of this uh, episode was him being on the high horse and, right, yeah. and sitting on the saddle and, you know, being his of giving his review of, of uh, the finer things in life or whatever. Um, so I love that you clipped that just uh, ahead of, of what was going on with uh, Tannis and um, Katie and, and, and Bonnie. Um, I agree with Al. I love Tana saying, I will fight you. Like I just, they, they did that so well. And, and I, again, you know, they're always, finding these ways if you watch the show close enough and if you examine it close enough and you pick up on all of these um you know bigger stories and bigger um um points that need to be focused on right Mm -hmm. and uh i i love it mike it it was it's it's such a great clip and uh i love you know wayne popping his head out and you know um trying to trying to smooth over the, the the situation with uh tennis ready to to grow go to brawls um it's perfect yeah all right let's uh see what's well i kind of gave away what's next but here we go number seven what's with the socks they make you fast around the base paths i've never really had any problems getting around the bases you play ball now taxi and i play shortstop and second base we're a great dp combo you're real sack mates, hey? When there's a dribbler coming at us, we like to go around the horn with it. How are you with the plate? I'm a switch hitter with a high average from both sides. Pair me against anyone on either team and I'll at least get to second. Hmm. See, we prefer to play on AstroTurf around here because we love a good sliding box. You should bronze those titties because your bus belongs in Cooperstown. Bring some pals. I'm a five-tool player. Your 12 to 6 curves are making me go from... Meters down low. I am going to hit a scorching comebacker right to your mound. Fuck. <laughs> bat a little bit, and I bet you fist it right through my infield. I've choked on some bat before, but I'm pretty confident that no matter what you're sending me, I'll get some good wood on it. I think it's about time you expand my strike zone. Every ground ball I've hit finds a hole. <sighs> I'm great at making contact with the meat of the bat. You can put an E on the board because I muffed it right between the legs. Oh, I think it's about time I sent you to the bush league. I'm a spray hitter, so look alive out there. let's all take a breather all right mike go Uh, well the baseball double entendres are obviously Mm -hmm. uh some of them are strange but they're they're very appropriate and they're obviously doing the job on katie uh if we were to do the third part where she is um with Daxie, i think she finishes you know she's working her way up she's working her way up and uh you know, she's, she's slip and slide in the scene, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure she finishes out with Daxi, um, in the, in the other scene, which I didn't put on. It's it's really more it was since but, this episode that we've used the, the word Katie as a verb, I think I Katie'd like, it was because of this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, um, <laughs> she's definitely into the conversation mm-hmm. and, um, let's see. Yeah. She, 
she's not easily flustered mm-hmm. and this really this got to her and you know, it's, a, it's a pretty classic episode uh, or f- part of the episode and again another episode where it's repetitive you know yeah and that part sticks out to me so mm-hmm. um yeah but that's pretty much it I love Ron in this scene, and there's one one line in particular where he says, "Your twelve to six made me go yeah. six to twelve, <laughs> and his up. eyes go up." Just so fucking like the delivery is so perfect in that scene. Uh, Trace, what do you think? Uh, now that I think about it, I believe this might this and that, like Mike was saying, that uh, one of Daxi is probably the hottest scene <laughs> ever on Letterkenny for me. I mean, it's just. Well, the, the, and it's the all words. Play. It's just words. There's it's nothing. all words. Yeah. It's just words. And it's, in, and it's, in the continuation, she's she she's moving. She's moving around. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's there's motion, and you know, take it for what you want. But yeah, Mike, I think she slid. She she, she slid into home plate. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. so. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we talk about uh, Wayne and Tannis's chemistry, but wow, these two nailed it, mm-hmm. literally and almost figuratively, right? <laughs> uh, what a perfect, perfect uh, uh, pick that you have here, Mike. Mm-hmm. That Like those two uh, words, just words, mm-hmm. their eyes, their eye movements, their body, like just how Katie gets so kind of unhinged sort of thing of, and, and her eyes just tell um so much in and how she's feeling mm-hmm. and just even the way she says the word fuck like <laughs> she, like that she's absolutely lost in the translate translation of of what they're taught like just she's losing herself right mm-hmm. uh fantastic Victor? Yeah. let's see some observations um is that ron or dax ron i keep uh, right yeah. ron. So first, so first of all, I think I don't think anybody appreciates that he's a doppelganger for Casperi uh, uh, Kapanen. So if you guys don't know who that is, just Google him, and you'll see that it's it's literally the same person. Okay, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> um, Trace, I don't you, even know how to spell that. Because. I was going to say, do you even remember the name that he just gave? No, Casperi with a K. Uh, Kapanen with a K. Hockey player. Kapanen. The friendly Kapanen. <laughs> so, so they they are literally the same person. Uh, and and a thought came to mind as they were having that back and forth. Tanya, do you know what DP actually is? Jesus, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I only ask because of the myth. Double play. <laughs> it's a double play. Exactly, Al. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> it's not deep. Any no, it's double play. Okay. <laughs> are those are those your comments, Victor? Those are my comments. Right. Penetration. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. That Let's move on. That a girl. That a girl. Here we go. Number six. Do you remember the leprechaun? No, I don't remember the leprechaun. Well, the leprechaun spells stage one of you becoming. Legendary. I hope you know leprechauns don't hold no real significance to St. Patrick's Day. I didn't know that. Leprechauns are mythological fairy folk believed to have inhabited Ireland before the Celts. A1, bud. And last night, I got to be one. Now, first off, the skids were playing the weirdest song that Al admits I later grew to appreciate and then treasure. 
But I was just standing there, minding my own beeswax, enjoying a green beer and a corned beef and cabbage sandwich made by Bonnie McMurray, who's over there looking just as sweet as juice. Which is a traditional St. Patrick's Day sandwich. Hers were extra special on account of the spicy Dijon dill mustard she slaps on there and the garlic pickle garnish. I noticed some D-gents from up country are picking on Letterkenny's very own St. Perfect's Day mascot, Peter Patty. And I know that it's David Hofstetler's brother Dwight under that costume, and he's a little bit slow, so I felt compelled to intervene. But before I could, Dwight Hofstetler's decided he's had enough. He peels off the costume, throws it on the floor in the heap, and stomps off. I seize an opportunity in front of me, but I concurrently have a corned beef and cabbage sandwich in my meat handler, and I was planning on tossing a few more down. Plus, Bonnie McMurray's there looking just so comely, so she's nothing to run away from, neither. But I got back fast as I noticed the D-gents from upcountry would have the same ideas as me. So I smash the sandwich into my face, walk on over to where Peter Patty's laying on the floor like a melted snowman, and I pick some up and make some my own. <laughs> there he's dance moves. Oh, he so dances like no now, one's watching. Admit, this was fulfilling somewhat of a childhood dream for me, but what happens next was more of a fantasy. I'm sure you guys know that furry material does about as much to hide a boner as spandex, so I was approaching <laughs> big troubles in Little China, and so not exactly complaining about it. I just wish it had been the thunders from down unders that ruined the party, because what came next was certainly unwelcome. Sammy Sandwich, the mascot of Sammy Sandwiches, he comes running over and he's fuming pissed. I can understand why. I'm over here getting hugs and tickles from pretty gals while he's standing there holding a tray of sandwiches like a nutsack. Now, I see he's got a confrontational look in his eyes, and the scowl mask doesn't exactly do much to stifle it. Me being no pushover, I'm not about to be stared down. <laughs> I love the face. So I return the glare, which produces us into one bona fide stink eye standoff. And then, quick as a kitten queep, the fucking sandwich tray goes flying, pot of gold's up in the air, and Sammy Sandwich spears me to the floor. You would have thought security would have broken it up. Riley and Jonesy just stood there like a bunch of ten-ply halfwits sniffing each other's farts. <laughs> I'm about to tap out like a fucking Sally when out of nowhere, Legendary comes swooping in and lays the beats down on Sammy Sandwich. It was entrancing. I was spellbound. Legendary saved the day. And with Barry TCB and quite handily, I gathered up my hat TCB. and my green suckers, and it was back to business as usual. No. Hard yes. Confirm? So they tell me. Where are you? Hello, having a dirt like that. Mike. Um, there's a couple of themes that are recurring here as well. You have um, you have Dan protecting a person that is described as slow, mm -hmm. you know, and Wayne did the same thing in the first episode. Um, but the visual of Dan and the pitter patty and the shitty grin on his face, you know, that coupled to a lot of his phrasing, like quick as a kitten queef <laughs> and <laughs> big troubles in little China, yeah. you know, I mean, just the, the way he speaks, mm -hmm. it, this monologue of Dan's is just perfect. So it's a, and the visuals around it are great too. It's so. a beautifully written monologue and, and, well told by by uh, Kate, Kate Trevor Wilson. I love this scene for that. A um, couple of things I noticed. So Pitter Patter, Pitter Pitter Patty or whatever, he didn't just remove his costume. He removed everything, including his socks. Did he walk away naked then? Because Dan was wearing overalls, and then he's wearing like the entire uniform. Like so, there's that. And then just before the brawl happens, Sammy Sandwich kind of tosses his tray away. <laughs> 
uh, Dan needlessly throws the candy up in the air out of the cauldron. Like he could have just thrown the cauldron, but he he did it in a way so that the can like to to maximize how much candy's flying in the air. It was it was really funny to I found it really funny. But anyway, it's a great scene. I love it. Trace, what did you think? Uh I thought Dan is the greatest ranking tour <laughs> yes, on Letter Kenny. I mean he's a great just, one, yeah. I, I just want to hear him tell stories and <laughs> I mean, I know it's written ahead of time, but his delivery is just perfect. Um, <laughs> the way the sandwiches, Sammy sandwiches, sandwich face mm -hmm. just changes <laughs> as it goes will never not be funny. It's yeah. it's hilarious. And uh, there were a couple of freeze frames in there too. Mm -hmm. Or is that, I don't know if that was the actual thing and thing. And, 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 Final. I looked him up, Victor. He does look a lot like Captain <laughs> <laughs> The Victor, you feel dirty now. He, he didn't look it up. Somebody shared a link in the live stream. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, Tam. That was Aaron. That that yeah. did it, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know who Aaron it was. Shared it's link. totally Aaron. Aaron, you're the best. Aaron, you're the best. Um, I could listen to Dan. But I would have to have him on repeat because I miss it every time. Like he, he like there's just so much that he references that you miss. Um, I love the whole melted snowman because that's totally how it looked. Like he just everything is just so funny and um, so well written and he delivers it so well. Uh, it's yeah. Great scene. And the little throwaway line, like, a t and there's dairy, a legendary TC being, uh, which meaning taking care of business, just the whole thing was so masterfully written. Uh, Victor. Yeah. Well, first let me give Aaron the uh, red hippo because uh, she is, <laughs> she oh, is you just, the, uh, yeah, you made her, you made her day. She is, she's the best. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I listening to to Squirrely, I like I felt out of breath. I, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. He, he crams in a lot. He wasn't he wasn't taking a breath. I was starting to feel like uh, anxious, uh, <laughs> especially like the first part of that dialogue. You just kept going and going mm -hmm. and going, and you just wanted more and more and more. Yeah. But but it's like but it, it was so well delivered. Mm -hmm. Like it was obviously well written. But yeah, you know. Uh, he was he was a master of his craft there for sure. Excellent. Um, what yeah. number are we on? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> number five. We're on number five. You know, Uncle Eddie always said you put two people across the table from oh, each other with pints thanks. in between them, they'll find a common ground. Not sure he ever sat across from a skid though. Spare me the rustic aphorisms and let's just enjoy some quiet commiseration. You catch the game last night? I think I got fucking time for that. I was joking, Shirt Tucker. Hockeyfights.com's all you need. Start my day with it every morning. Fucking throwing hands the best part anyway, fuck. Agreed. It injects anarchy into an otherwise bland amalgam of meaningless athletics and post-game platitudes. Favorite fighter of all time, go. Bobby Probert. What a way. Current NHL you'd file under do not fuck with, go. <laughs> Ryan Reeves. Sedano Chara. Toughest current NHL captain, go. Char is still in play. Can't see the same guy twice. Nick Felino. Jamie Ben. Glad. I'd have another beer. It's good. I'd have a beer. Strange things are afoot at Modine's to deck. <laughs> <laughs> good at that. 
If you could play one position in hockey, what would it be? Backup goalie. What? Ultimate underdog. Also, they don't get their heroin. Fucking Jeff Hackett. <laughs> Ron Tug Knight. Peter Ng. Alan Bester. Fuck Damien Rhodes. Tommy Soderstrom. Hey, ask you something. You always been a skitter. <laughs> Early Marilyn Manson left his mark. When that began to fade, Ramstein came in to replenish. Slipknot has always sustained. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I've been a skid for as long as you hicks have called me one. Well, clicks are fucking stupid anyway, so... Can confirm. Yeah. Especially jocks. Oh, I hate jocks. Hockey players. Me too. Yeah. I guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend, hey? I think I'd rather have silverfish in my kitchen than hockey players. I like to fuck with them by hitting on them. Do you really? Jocks are generally deeply uncomfortable with their own sexuality. They often kick rocks after that. You really just don't give a fuck, do you? Hard no. Wondrous. <laughs> Favorite Toronto Maple Leafs tough guy, go. Cold Nord. Ty Domi. Although Wendell Clark deserves honorable mention, but... but... he was also an all-star, so... Wendell's, Wendell's in a league, league of his own. Club! Why can't we have another beer? I'd have a, I'd have a beer. <laughs> Oh, this is surely a sign of the apocalypse. Take <laughs> battle, Johnny Rock up. I'll, I'll get the bears first. Do my job. <laughs> oh man. No. Oh. How so. are you picking these, Mike? Oh my god! Like, there's what, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's my number one. And then something else just like topped it. Okay, Mike, talk to this. This hey, one before well, you I got do. you got old Don Cherry and young Don Cherry back together in a scene here, and I have not seen the Don Cherry story. Mm -hmm. I probably won't. But I know that that background has been talked about before, where you have a, a, a return of of um, Jared Kiso and uh, Trevor or, um, Tyler Johnson. They know each other. They're, they're hockey guys. You know, mm -hmm. we, it's been talked about their hockey, actual hockey background. So the final kicker to that, whether on the ring on the ring, makes a lot of sense. But it doesn't really necessarily fit with the rest of it. Um, I guess my favorite part of that is just the, the back and forth between the two and this is a holiday episode but it's not at all about the holiday right. so i debated like does this even really belong but it, it did mm -hmm. uh, and it's pretty high um i do like where he asks him he's always been skin he comes up with the line i've been a skid as long as you called me one one of my favorite which, lines which to me is a very appropriate line it's like i am i'm only this because that's what you classify me as. Mm -hmm. And then when they go with each other's taglines, you know, that just is, is also very, very interesting. But um, yeah, I debated maybe not putting this in because it really isn't a holiday, but it's in the holiday episode. So. No, absolutely. I'm glad you put it yeah. in because, uh, Mike, I told you in the pre show, you picked one of my favorite scenes of all time. And this is it. That was it. This, this, <laughs> is, this is an amazing scene. And what I love about it most, though, is this scene means nothing without everything that comes before it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, 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 uh, what's, um, sure. yeah. uh, Valentine's Day is what season? Uh, I'm trying to see here. I can't think where, anyway, it's, three. it's like, is it three? Three or four. Thank. Uh, anyway, so. Awesome's cursing me right now. I know. <laughs> it, um, it took everything that came before this to make this scene mean what it meant. And this scene means a lot because it's basically the, these two people who you wouldn't catch dead, you know, be in at the same table, at the same table, finding common ground to the point. And, and that, uh, when he says that line, I've, I've been a skid as long as you guys called me one uh, to me, that's a, 
that's a mic drop line right there. And and then and then like just everything about the scene. I love this scene. My Mike. Aaron like, says season six. Season six. Yeah. So it took six seasons for this to mean something. Like if somebody who's never seen an episode of Letterkenny watches this this uh this scene, it'll mean nothing to them. Whatever. Right? It's just a couple of guys talking hockey. But because we've had six seasons of what came before this, the weight of that scene I I think is is mm-hmm. great. And amazing that they kept it for a holiday episode because you're right it it could have been inserted anywhere else because it really has nothing to do with the holiday um except that they're they're the, the only two people not at the speed dating thing so um yeah i just love this scene tan what'd you think uh, you, you worded it so well like it, it's such it's such a great scene this is the reason why i changed my mind with with fart book mm-hmm. you know i i i saw fart fart, fart book um <laughs> when you were watching it and it was out of context, out of reference, I, I thought it was stupid. But when I learned of their relationship and how they, um, you know, were on opposite sides and that there was a common, you know, um, need for each other, that's why I enjoyed Fart Book because there was that kind of shared, mm-hmm. like there was no lines anymore. They were working with one another. Sure. This broke that barrier even further. Yeah, I especially think, well, when, Fart Book was just too early for that to happen, I think. But, but you know, like, Wayne, uh, for me, I melted mm-hmm. as soon as Wayne said wondrous. Yeah. Oh like, my God. That was a powerful, <laughs> powerful moment mm-hmm. when, you know, they used each other's speech. Yeah. Because even up until Stuart says, um, um, what, what is he, what, what's Wayne's line that Stuart says? Um, hard no. Hard no. Hard it, no. It's still, it's still only Stuart saying uh, we like we've something, here, something has happened here. Not not until Wayne says wondrous will he does is he acknowledging it and now something actually did happen there. Like, you know what I mean? So like it's so beyond yeah. powerful. It yeah, really it. truly it. is. Like it's, and 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 yeah, it it it's such a powerful moment. Victor, yeah. do you agree? I concur. Oh, uh, okay. I, it, I mean, really, to be honest, out of all the scenes we've watched so far, it's not even close. This is the best one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and. For all the reasons that have been said, um, you know, what else to say? I, I, what I really liked is when they first started, it was, they, it was, they were so, um, there was so much angst and they were doing it begrudgingly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then that slowly, very slowly faded away to, to the end where they were actually genuinely smiling at, at each other. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was, I mean, it was actually very Valentine-ish, right? Mm-hmm. They, they were bonding. Yeah. They, they were, they well, were, they were speed dating more. with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I felt, and, and then from the, from the, from the name dropping of the, of the hockey players and mm-hmm. naming all the old leaf goalies, um, I, I felt sad that they didn't name Jeff Reese uh, and Ken Reggett. I thought if they could have squeaked those two guys in there, that would have been perfect for me. Oh um, and 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 not to be remiss, uh, Glenn. I mean, his little yes. the little pepper and salt that he threw in yeah. there is is brilliant, and the it's whole like scene that, was just fantastic. It's yeah. like that balance of comedy mm-hmm. with like a serious moment, like. It, it, there, it was, there's a, a, a real quick moment early on in that scene when they are sitting across from each other and they're, they're tense and Stuart asks Wayne who, who the, the, the toughest or the best fighter was or something like that. And oh, just, yes. just him asking it, Wayne gives his face like, oh, 
we're we're doing this and then something changes in his demeanor and i love that little little switch it was really it was really cool really well done trace what do you think um going along with what everybody else said it's like that uh i'm glad that tanya you revisited that because Stephen will pat himself on the back again and my only other thing is i want to de- defer my time to victor <laughs> and the sense that at risk of becoming a sports show what is what's your take on those victor were they right were they wrong i know none of these uh, people I, oh, do they were, oh, I mean they were totally right um <laughs> the only thing i thought maybe they could have done is given a nod to wade belak because he um he, he was a tough guy and like we you know we have two tough guys that unfortunately committed suicide yes. uh, one is uh cordic and mm-hmm. and the yeah. other one is wade belak so i thought maybe they could have kind of thrown thrown do, those two tough guys in there to kind of give them give them a bit of a nod but yeah absolutely uh or and uh and domi were the definitely easily the two toughest guys that we've had mm-hmm. okay. for my money my favorite enforcer Back when I still watched hockey, back earlier. I don't know, Victor. You remember Nicky Fatio, Nick Fatio for the Rangers? Oh, yeah. I thought you. I, I thought you meant for the Leafs, and I'm thinking no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nick Fatio was a Ranger enforcer back in the mid '80s when I still watched a lot of hockey. Because you know I was not even old enough to do anything fun. But uh, he's the guy I thought of, and that was uh, Nicky Fatio. But anyway. No, no. I mean, yeah, we, we could we could go on forever about tough guys. We, they were specifically talking about mm-hmm. the ones that played for the Leafs. The Leafs I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, Probert didn't, but neither did Char. Ch- I think the I think the the, the goalies were mostly Leaf focused, but I think the others were. Uh, it didn't matter. Anyway, let's move on because we don't. There was want to, a lot of Leaf content. There was a I lot of Leaf that. content. You're gonna get called for call, talking yes, too much. Yes. Talking. I was about to say, I'm gonna get cussed. Yeah, out. Two, two minutes. Two minutes for sports talk. Here we go. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Merry Christmas, Coach. You got me a present? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's tradition. Oh, yeah. A chimney cleaning log. Now, you'll want to burn that every 60 fires or so. It reduces your creosote buildup by 70%, and creosote's what causes chimney fires. So you'll want to nip that in the bud box. Kind of reminds me of my late wife Barb. Well, I'm a lot Christmas tradition ourselves. Reminds me of Barb. Lover and I would spend Christmas Eve together, as lovers do, and <laughs> we would make love for hours in front of the fire. Well, there you go. I've been touched by a lover since my late wife Barb died, and I miss the touch of a lover. To be honest, <laughs> it's hard to find a good lover. Well, I'm sure you find another person. Barb you can't was a bring tremendous himself lover. lover. She used to say that the best part about my body was my legs. <laughs> to be honest, the best part about her was her legs, too. Also, <laughs> she was a wonderful woman. Big tits. Sir? You never noticed? No. Nope. You never noticed Barb's knocks? No. I would lay her down at night and I would say, knock, knock, who's there? Big old boner in my underwear. She could make an ocean-fearing man go boating. Oh, folks love boating, so. She used to take my member in her tiny little fingers. Just roll it so gently, like she was 
holding a soft cinnamon twist. Wayne's in so much pain. You know, just getting it ready for the oven. Yeah, oh, that's where those all go. when the moment was right, they'd enter her. Bonnie! We'd thrust against each other. You know, the sound of waves on a freshwater lake just lapping against the shore. We'd sing. <laughs> Christmas lover, I'm inside her. Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Come on, come on, together. Come on in here. We'll jump in a photo real quick. Sure. Christmas lover. Bonnie, hurry now. Getting you? Oh, I'm not so bad. Listen, I'm thinking I might need a helper elf after all. Mind if I take you up late on your offer? I've been waiting for you to take me up late for years, Wayne. Tannis! <laughs> oh, man, Mike. You don't need to explain well, this one, but please do. No, but uh, <laughs> the one thing I thought of, you know, with this scene and with Tannis is, uh, earlier, is this the only time we see that room of the farmhouse? It's like the... I, I can't remember another time in there, but... You know, awesome's not here to tell us. So. It's always Whatever. in the background. Um, I mean, I've been in that room. I sat in that chair. Um, <laughs> well, I, wow, every opportunity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Fucking right. Well, Grab it in there. When uh, Anik wakes up, Derry. Yeah, I was going to say there is that part. Yeah, when yeah. Okay. That was All right, but um, we we get a lot of good things in here. You get classic coach. You get classic content of you know he drops the word lover like at least seven or eight times, uh, and you get that that apparently cut song christmas lover which as guys that went to the live show know is a lot longer and apparently was actually cut um the the knock knock who's there that line killed me you know that line killed me. um and then just to see wayne get more and more uncomfortable as the story goes i don't know how he didn't break they must have done a whole bunch of takes of that yeah. Oh yeah, and I don't know how much you think that, that was improv by forward or not, but um, it just—it's it, classic coach. It seems—it seems a lot of that would have been improv, especially the the song. I think that's <laughs> something Mark. Ford and then you does, get the yeah. kicker at the end of, of Bonnie. You know, ooh, I've been waiting for you. You know, it's like <laughs> wow, that's that's always a sensible fun thing for Bonnie to say. Yeah. So. But this is a this was up there. This is going to be top five definitely. Dan, what do you think of this one? See. It's so funny to me watching that again, because in my memory, I, I feel like I, I thought that he like completely coiled in on the log and like was, was like completely laying on the floor and, and like, I think you're conflating that with the scene where he's got the trophy after they win the championship and he's like on the ice and he's like wrapped around. Yeah. Where he's wrapped around. That's where I thought that that scene. So I kind of Mm -hmm. was like, Oh, he didn't actually completely lose himself into the, Uh, he lost himself in his memories of Barb into the memory of Barb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the awkwardness of Wayne. It's so uncomfortable. And you're just like, oh, how yeah. do you stop this? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. where those that's where those go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Victor. Yeah, that was uh for me, there's not that many kind of laugh out loud continuously scenes. Mm-hmm. And and this one is definitely one of them. And and what are we laughing about? We're laughing about the tremendous discomfort that Wayne is in. <laughs> and 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 it's just it's it's so ridiculous 
and it kind of makes me think like this could be right a scene that coach is describing sounds like it would be right out of my my dad wrote a porno <laughs> you know <laughs> where, it's, where it's completely yeah. not sexual <laughs> or not arousing um uh, but but yeah i mean and but yet it's still super funny and mm-hmm. that's exactly what this was <laughs> trace uh on this one uh the the power of it is with uh coach is just his absolute sincerity and the absolute lack of tongue and cheek on it i mean he you know i mean there's no wink wink nudge nudge on his storytelling on this is like oh god he's absolutely for real on that and that and the brilliance of wayne's little just Mm drop-ins i mean they're they're not not they're not even a lot of words people love boating yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like his inability of calling barb his love like the coach's lover he's his person yeah 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 (laughs) you find another person person yeah (laughs) but yeah but just his sincerity and Mm -hmm. and it also works later on like in like uh beer league and stuff Mm -hmm. where you know you know you, you get coach as this harsh sarcastic guy but when he starts talking about barb it's absolutely you know 100 percent meaningful but he's she's been replaced she's been replaced by the gym though now the gym, yes. Because gyms are beauty beauty. Anyway, let's move on <laughs> to the next one. Number three. Event number two, filthiest mouth competition. <laughs> this will be conducted in the classic fine art of chirping. If you laugh at a chirp, you're out. Last woman standing wins. Judges? Yeah, let's get the teeth out, ladies. Wow, having fun. How could this not be fun? Get after it. Lucienne. Your mitt looks like a Thanksgiving turkey that got dried out in the oven, stuffed by a family member, and disappointed everyone who ate it. Marianne, your mitt looks like Brad Pitt's face after that beaten in Fight Club. You dudes fuck you with the same rules as Fight Club. You don't talk about it. Hannes, <laughs> they call your mitt the Stanley Cup, because sweaty dudes pass it around and drink beer out of it. They call your mitt the Chronicles of Narnia because it's got more warts than a witch. It smells like a lion. It's as big as a wardrobe. <gasps> Miss Matt, your mitt's like a convenience store worker. It gets paid 12 bucks an hour to serve anyone who walks through the door. You <laughs> know what, Mia Sophia? Your legs are like Quebec in a referendum. All I want to do is separate, but there's no good outcome if they do. <laughs> Lucienne, your mitt's house more brain-damaged hockey players than the National League. Marianne, how's it feel knowing I get more hugs from your dad than you do? Oh. Tannis, your mitt's like Joe Exotic after a meth binge and a good cry. And it smells like the dirty discount Walmart meat he fed his tigers. Oh. Gailer, your mitt's a bigger global tragedy than 9-11. It's oh. too much. Miss Mac, your mitt's like a haunted house. Dark, dusty, and it keeps getting ghosted. Your mitt's like your high school report card. Your parents are ashamed of it. It needs improvement, and it's full of deeds. That should have been the winner. Lucien, your mitts had more men laying on their backs crying than a European soccer game. Marianne, your mitts made more men cry than Field of Dreams. Tannis, your mitts like a tray of nearly expired cold cuts on display at a budget deli counter. Gail. Your mitt's like a 7-Eleven. Everyone gets a free Slurpee in July. <laughs> Miss Mac, your mitt's like a UFC arena. 
full of drunk losers. Your mitt smells so shitty. Dudes need to light a match before they leave the room. All right, that's it. We're done here. We got a winner. <laughs> All right, Mike, explain yourself. I think one of the best things about this scene is that Tannis can't keep a straight face. No, no, you know, yeah, she's you know, one my favorite thing when I watch SNL, which is not all the time anymore, was getting you know people to break. And Jimmy Fallon, when he was on SNL, he would break all the time. Yep. So seeing that, she couldn't even look at Gail for any of her lines, or she was going to lose it. Um, and then you get the whole, you know, the, the chirping, the, the mitt talk is just, you know, funny. But it's really that that uh, inability of, of, the, of Tannis to not even look at Gail because hey, Gail is so demonstrative. She's going to be, you know, I'm sure that multiple takes were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I did find interesting there is you get the 9-11 joke and the 9-11 joke, there's gasping and yeah. Katie audibly is like, Ooh, too far. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why they put it in there, you know, why that needed to be in there. But again, the, the whole thing with, with Tannis and then, you know, it, it's just classic. It's just chirp. So it yeah. had to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Victor, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I probably I'm not sure that scene would have made my top ten or top twelve list. Um, I didn't really like for me. It's not my kind of humor. I I I wasn't like insulted by it, but I don't didn't really necessarily laugh at any of it. It was just mm-hmm. you know it 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 was what it was. Um, you know, some s- s- clever wordplay here and there, but for the most part, it wasn't like it was mostly very juvenile and and whatnot. I thought really the only one that maybe gave me a chuckle was the 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 report card one. That's my favorite um, one. Yeah, yeah. So that one was like really the only one that kind of stands out for me. Everything else was just a little crude and a little. It. I mean, that's that was the whole point of the mm-hmm. uh, the whole point of it, but mm-hmm. it it wasn't. I wasn't the audience for it. Right. Uh, ten or sorry, Trace. Uh yeah on on this one it's it's a good one it I will say this much on this one and I've always liked it and a few of them always make me chuckle but the the jokes don't hold over to repeat viewings mm. yeah and it's a little better on like the Mississippi mud bath one or whatever it was <laughs> that still makes me I, I debated that one it was that one for this one. And I'm like, right, well, right, right. I, I did like some of the things Gail came up with, like the, the ramen yamaka and stuff like that. So, But I, <laughs> yeah. I weighed the two of them. One was getting a high slot and the other wasn't. Mm-hmm. So right. it really could have been either one. Yeah, the, uh, but I've always liked this one because uh, I'm a huge uh, Ms. McMurray fan. Yes. And I like this one because it was kind of like, her, you know, her holding down the entire scene herself. I mean, not that the other person, people aren't great, especially, uh, you know, Mia Sophia, who really came into her own in this one, but you know, you see what a genius Mrs. McMurray is kind of in this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tim. Um, I've never been a fan of roasts. Um, I've, I've tried it. I've tried, I tried once before and and I I think I apologize profusely after because I don't I like I just You're so Canadian. I, I'm so Canadian. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't fit me. It doesn't feel right. It always I just I think I just I don't maybe I just don't get them or I just it feels terrible. Like mm-hmm. I just don't I I don't Well wait well wait a second, wait a second. There's roasting and then yeah. there's this. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> those are two separate things. I, I enjoy a good roast. In fact, those comedy specials they have, you know, where they get yeah, where the I remember. whole thing is. Those are super funny if it's done by very talented people. Yeah. And I even like to roast my friends and my team and I probably, but I don't go around and, and roast Al's dick, right? I, I, I hope right? not. There's, there's, wow. <laughs> Please make that a way. <laughs> Next on. That's, that's going on the t- produce on the trailer. Yes. Let's roast go Al's around. dick. You want to go around roasting Al's dick? Damn. You know. I don't know if I'd put any money on ever hearing those words coming out of Victor's oh mouth. My God. Uh, just... Please use that in the clip next round. <laughs> oh my God. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. I, 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 the report card one, that was my favorite yeah, one yeah. out of all of them. Uh, Miss, Miss, Mrs. That McMurray did, did, did so well. Mm-hmm. I love when people break. I love, yeah. I love seeing when comedians killed like one of my favorite comedians he breaks all the time mm-hmm. i think it's hilarious like when you just make yourself laugh and and you're trying so hard to make others it, it's perfect yeah i mean it's a it's a fun scene um little note there because uh, marianne and betty so betty ann was not there because she's playing ball somewhere so uh lucianne the actress who played Lucianne just uh, she appeared on uh, Working Moms in the li- latest season of Working Moms, so she we've seen her before. Uh, you know, tough to to come in and fill in that role considering who she's replacing. Uh, but uh, you know, well done. Uh, I loved it. Uh, you know, Tannis fighting back the the grin. Um, you know, it's it's a fun favorite episode of of our, ours, right? So, um, but yeah, uh, the scene itself is is just great. Um, let's move on to, I think this is number two. Oh, Al, did you see Aaron's comment? What's Aaron's comment? Al's roasted dick. It's what's for dinner. (laughs) 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 You're welcome. Here we go. (laughs) Number two. It's practically the perfect Christmas movie. That's a strong choice. I show it to my players regularly. You do? Yeah, it's a moving meditation on pain. Home Alone? Yeah, those two burglars should have been killed a hundred times in that movie. Right <laughs> off the bat, the icy stairs Mark slips on, bam, that's a shattered spine. Or at his age, at least a slipped disc. But no, he gets up and walks around like he's just got a couple broken ribs, right? And then Harry walks in, boom, shot in the balls with a pellet gun, and then his head is lit on fire, right? Any other snowflake will be on the phone with 911 going, hey, I my head! My head's on fire! No, Harvey kept going. You know why? Because it's a fictional children's Christmas movie? No, because that movie is an expose on mind over matter. Harry and Marv were mentally strong, right? They had a goal. (laughs) They fought through adversity to get to it. Now, they never really got it, but I'm holding my breath for part five because Marv and Harry (laughs) deserve it. A projectile can of... Pink being thrown down a full flight of steps and hitting you directly in the head would shatter your skull, killing you instantly. Obviously fake. Okay, we need to have a conversation on suspension of disbelief in fictional children's Christmas movies. Don't even get me started on part two. Marv gets shot in the dick with a nail gun and then up the ass with it. Next scene, not even a lip. Like, uh, you think we're stupid? (laughs) It's a dark movie. I agree, Derry. Oh, come on. What in the McAllister's house had any true value? Did you see what they were stealing from the neighbor's house? Cutlery, candlesticks. They weren't going after the big get. It was never about the big gets. Harry and Marv hate themselves. That's why they kept going into the house. 
I'm volunteering for pain. Buttons for punishments. Very real, very serious. Mental disorders. And a treatable ones, too. Of course, the first step being he got to ask for help. And for many people, that's the hardest steps. You're saying they subconsciously wanted to die. On accounts of their traumatic childhood, most likely. That's why they hated Kevin McAllister so much. Because of his privilege. Which I, sir, have <laughs> no time for. <laughs> Harry and Marv's are probably still out there as today's. Sufferings in silence. Harry and Marv are in Vegas with tits in both hands and an ass in the other. They're champions. Okay. They're London Bridge and Victoria's Secret models on a beach in Waikiki. Okay. <laughs> coach. I love Coach. Mike. Mike. I don't know about you guys, but I've had conversations eerily similar to that in my 20s in kitchens, drunk, mm-hmm. at parties. Mm-hmm. And it just it's so true. Um, that, that seems like I've been there. I've been in that scene. Everyone comes to the kitchen in a party. You know, the party ends up there all the time anyway. And how serious you take those conversations in your, your state of inebriation is exactly like that. You know, it, everything makes sense. And it was just fantastic. And the, the kicker is Gail just stroking both guys. Uh, Dan's beard and, and uh, Coach's hair and down on both sides there. And Katie, the voice of reason, of course. And everyone's like, nope, nope, nope. And every argument makes sense in those in those discussions. And they're just, you know, we've all been there. And I love the scene. And I almost put it one, but so we'll see. And you know, uh, it's a, a great example of, of a, a theory from a well-known movie that's turned into kind of a spinoff. Uh, there was a theory about uh, the Karate Kid where uh, they tried to make it that uh, um, uh, Johnny was the the good guy and the Karate Kid is actually the bad guy. And they turned that into uh, Cobra Kai, basically. Like, that theory basically got turned into a reboot. So can you imagine if they rebooted Home Alone but turned it into where um, um, Harry and Marv were, you know, the, the, oh the good guys, the ones who were being put upon, and the McAllisters were the evil... I've never understood that movie. Sorry, I'm just going to jump right in Which there. Which Home, Home Alone? Yeah. How is that a Christmas movie? I know well, that this said it's, and- it takes place during Christmas. Oh, the same it's way about, that Die Hard is a Christmas yes. movie. It's totally not a Christmas movie at all. Like none. In the end, they No, have it's not. Christmas I never movie. understood. Uh, anyway. No. Trace, what do you think of this? Scene? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with Mike on this one. Mm-hmm. Is I love that point in the party where some of the most you know, mundane, esoteric kind of subject matter becomes just the absolute fodder for the entire party to argue over. Like, you know, I mean, when, when you look back on it and go, why the hell are we talking about this again? But it's like, oh, it's, it's great. And just the depths that people will go in explaining their points on it is, you know, just listening to coach is always fun. But, you mm-hmm. know, when everybody else starts joining in and it's like, Oh yeah, man, we're doing this. This is we're gonna just we're gonna we're gonna have an in-depth collegiate level discussion on Home Alone and its place in the pantheon of you know oh, Christmas man. movies. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that Coach thinks that Harry and Marv were were the masters mastering their their pain and stuff, and and that's what he was. That's the reason he was showing it to his hockey players, not because of anything else. Dan, what do you think of this? I had such a flashback mm-hmm. to uh, when we had a friend over. Uh, a year ago and we were and and they were inebriated out of their minds 
And I want to send a message to them right now saying, I want to have a discussion about what makes a Canadian a Canadian. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was, was the, it was the worst conversation that looped like on repeat. And, and it was just, the, it, it was, was going nowhere. It was absolutely going nowhere. Just kind of like this uh, kitchen scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so such a, a, a fun flashback to mm-hmm. a, a nothing conversation. Um, uh, yeah, it's, 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 I love the kitchen scenes, uh, just cause we were in there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it for Alan. I'll say it for I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. So I'll get hit. Okay. <laughs> um, um, oh my, you know, I, I had this, it, it's like a fidget, um, Gail playing with the hair. Like I, I had the same fixation on, on playing with hair, um, when I was, in my twenties. Um, it, it's just, it's such a fun little scene. Mm. Victor. Yeah. You know, um, that scene, that conversation, I think that's people who like it. That's why they like the movie clerks. Cause that whole movie clerks is mm-hmm. basically, yep. uh, you know, that type of fodder all, all through the movie. And by the way, I don't know if you guys knew that clerks three happened. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the quietest thing that happened that nobody actually ever talked about yeah uh it was, I watched, okay. it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah 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 it was it was okay it, it, you know for me it's like you know clerks one was something new and different mm-hmm. and it was it was um um it was good and and our friend steven and and, and gang did a review on it which mm-hmm. they didn't they they weren't buying it um but i i, I they didn't really like it that much, but mm-hmm. that's all right. Everybody's got their own taste. Whereas two and three were kind of more of the same. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Austin Powers. The first one was really great and the other two were good as good as well, but they, you know, it was more of the same. It wasn't uh, anything uh, crazy. Uh, so that's, that, that's what kind of what that scene reminded me of. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, for me, the distractor and, and the funny distractor was definitely Gail uh, yeah. stroking, stroking <laughs> our, our friends. <laughs> stroking to the east and stroking to the west. All right, here we go. Final one. Stroking number one. Number one. And then there was one. Uh, why do you keep this short and sweet? You like it comes no surprise to you that I picked like it comes no surprise to you that I'd pick my sister. I'll pick my sister Katie, so. So I'd do just about anything for her, but she'd do just about anything for me, so. So we always been there for each other, so. You make a habit of telling her that from time to time. Not like it doesn't do either of us any good if I don't tell her that from time to time, so. Otherwise, like, how's she gonna know? But. So I guess I better go do that now. So I should come and give him to talk and everything, so. I'm coming too, Wayne! Maybe you all gotta Thanks. go, huh? Give some love to the women in your life. I'm coming, Crystal. Thank you, Professor Stressless. Of course, Dan. Bye, boys! Hey, Katie. Go on. Go on, I just want to say thanks for everything that you do for me, because I do just about anything for you. Why don't you do just about anything for me, but 
guess it doesn't do either of us any good if we don't tell each other that from time to time, so... Happy International Women's Day. Mike's favorite letter, Kenny. Oh, holiday moments. I had it on loop. Apologies there. Um, great pick for the you know number one. I mean, this isn't the first time this one's been number one, but uh, talk about it. It's a, it's a the warm hug, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's everything we've all said multiple times about the episode. Um, the uncomfortableness of Wayne, the the resolve to you know once he. Once he lets it go and he just relaxes his body and his whole stance and then Katie's look, her soft look, which you never get from Katie much. You don't get a softness in her eyes. Yeah, you're right. Ever. Yeah, it's usually, and, yeah. And her eyes just go soft like, mm-hmm. like Wayne is, is showing emotion, you know, which um, you get the feeling through the years they were never shown much emotion as children. So mm-hmm. that's probably why you don't see it a lot. Although this is always just us projecting. But um, her eyes get soft. And they have the big embrace, obviously, right? Um, and that's everything. We've said so much about this, this episode already, so I don't think we need to belabor it. But it's the warm hug. It's also the last new content we've seen. Yes. So that has a bit of a bearing on it as well, I think. But, you know, it was, it was going to be up there anyway, top three. So, oh, Well picked. Uh, Mike, great job uh, doing your picks today. And uh, it was a great idea for an episode. And, and- Perfect timing too. I mean, having having it be mm-hmm. the day after American Thanksgiving, kicking off the holiday season. So we appreciate that you did it, and uh, uh, we uh, we love. Uh, well, I'm going to speak for myself right now. Great job, and and loved your picks. Tan, uh, we'll go to last words now. What, what do you have to say? Uh, I just have to say that whole clip. It's it's just a smile. Mm-hmm. It's just my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. It was it, it's just such a warm hug, and such a great feeling. And 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 Wayne. You know, he, he acts it so, so well, absolutely so well. Mike, you did an amazing job tonight. Thank you so much. What a great idea for, for an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and again, I have to, I have to say, I got to watch this show all over again. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I was in the right mindset when we started it, but Told you. now, Told you. yeah. There's so much more depth to it, and you guys have brought it week after week. I feel and like we still need to convince Victor a bit, but anyway. Yeah, you did a great job, Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you. Victor. Um, yeah, you know, you didn't do as good a job as Lauren in terms of doing the uh, – uh, 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 sorry, as, as, uh, um, as Aaron in terms of uh, doing the preparation, but – you executed well, and and that's what's important. He's got and, notes, and, Victor. They're handwritten <laughs> notes. It wasn't yes, an Excel yes. spreadsheet. But it's not. Yeah, I know. It's but, not pivot tables. Ty- Holy, I know, how many pages? <laughs> but, 
<laughs> and Aaron still got the hippo today. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know what? Plus, uh, you know, you've got you've got good things. You're in Jersey, but you like the Rangers. Um. So you know, there's <laughs> there, there's you know there's good and there's 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 opportunity. You know, where there's opportunities, mm-hmm. that means there's th- that that's a good thing, right? That means there's you can always you can you can always always look ahead. Oh, Mike, uh, you're being managed right now. Holy crap! <laughs> oh my God, that's business speak. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> So, so this is, this was, you know what you came, you came, you delivered, you were a great, uh, just, just a great guest. And you were one of us, you were a guest and a host one, no, um, and, and, and you did a great job. So, uh, I'm not going to hold up, hold the whole thing against you. Uh, I'll let it go, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I just want to say thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, having, having some fun with you, but, uh, you, you're, uh, awesome so thanks for coming out mike remember victor only insults are our, our, our greatest guests like sure. all, yep right I'm gonna our cast, hold on to that all our cast members uh he's always had a, a an insulting word for them um so you did a great job and uh, uh appreciate having you on for your first solo hopefully we we get to have you on again and uh and uh, you know you're a great contributor to the dm group and and uh and a cherished member of the DM group. So uh, don't listen to Victor. Victor's being. A no, I never do. I never listen to Victor. <laughs> well done. Trace. Well, I was going to talk to you about corporate synergy and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody beat me to it. Mike, you did great, bud. You did great on your first solo episode. Uh, thank you guys for having me in and inviting yeah, me along for to in. play Matt. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a fun character to play. You, you, but, you pulled uh, off the hat. Well, mm-hmm, Trace. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, <laughs> Hopefully, you know, this won't, you know, attribute to the trace fatigue. <laughs> and and uh, let me say, uh, Matt has an infectious giggle, but he doesn't come close to you. When you get giggling, uh, Trace, it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I, know. Everybody loves it. I personally find it a character flaw, but. <laughs> no, don't. We love it. <laughs> but good job, Mike. Great job. All right. And Thank Mike, you. you get the last story, bud. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to do two things before I go. I have. I have my own hippo and it's not, it's not a a hippo. This is, this is actually a beanie baby cow that we were given (laughs) a story here. We were given this for when our first daughter was born. She's 10 now. This is a different one. This is the third one we have. And someone gave it to us and you know, we were so exhausted. We just kind of misidentified it as a hippo, not realizing <laughs> these were not ears, but horns and either ears. And um, so this became hippo. And then we realized it like three months later, but she kept, you know, we kept calling it hippo. And then when she learned how to talk, she would call it hippo, hippo. And then, you know, like I said, we've had three of these. Every one of our kids has had this pink thing, which is really a cow, but it's in our family, it's hippo. It's a hippo. This is the hippo. So every time you're talking about hippos, I think of this guy. And you know, beanie baby cow hippo. So I had to steal this out of my little one's room to show you. Well um, Mike, I love that. That's I brilliant. love that. It's not a hippo, but to everyone in our family, that's a hippo. Mm. That that's hippo. She the 10-year-old still has her dirty ripped hippo underneath all her squishmallows, wow. you know, in her bed. So it's it's still a part of as for all kids. Um, <laughs> I have a, a top five, but I'll save yes. it for, for the next step. You want it now? I can give it to you now. Yeah, give it to me. Why not? Uh, I forgot okay. to ask it for you. From you. So start with number five. Mm-hmm. It's Day Beer's Day, only because of the Dirk's getting his ass kicked scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the build up. Yeah. Or is the letter Kenny leave? 
Letterkenny Leave is my fourth. Really? Because I love the Ocean's Eleven movies oh, where okay. they always have that scene where they talk about, you know, the, the gags they're going to run for mm-hmm. the scams. Mm-hmm. And it, it just reminded me of that the first time I saw it. And every time I watch it again, I laugh because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, you <laughs> yeah. know, and they explain like the little ways to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, three is Dick Slip Out, obviously. That mm-hmm. gag, the first time you see it, the whole Dick episode, uh, it's just classic, just classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Way to a Man's Heart, all the wordplay uh, with moist and squirt and all that stuff. Oh, Plus, okay. it's a Titanus-heavy episode, so that's going to be up there for me. Um, but all that wordplay just does it for me, the writing. And the number one is, sorry to say, Victor, it's Sleepover. I love Sleepover. Oh. It's my all-time favorite. It's simple. It's like 19 minutes or whatever it is, but it, it hits everything. You know, and It gives us hope for Bonnie and Derry. Mm-hmm. That's my, my favorite part of it. it. It gives us the hope that that will be the end game so awesome. uh, for the whole relationship there. Mike, so. I love, I love that you doubled down on, on offending Victor. So let's, uh, well, let's you know going. what, since you do have a cow that identifies as a hippo, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a pass. Wait, that wait, no, no, no. Hippos are hippos. Cows are cows. All right. That... Anyway. We identified it as a hippo. But the last thing I want to say before we sign off, yeah. I want to thank my wife for, uh, holding down the fort downstairs with the mm-hmm. dogs and everything while I've been sequestered in this room for the last two hours. Uh, it's not easy no. you know, with lots of dogs, cat, kids putting them to bed. So thank you, uh, Karen, Aww. for that. Just wanted to make sure I got that in there. <laughs> thank you, Mrs. Mike. Mike. Yes, we appreciate just that much sweeter. We, we appreciate you let us, this is, letting this us is borrow. This for Karen as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to play us off here with a song from one of the hall. From the the Valentine's Day, because I love this song. It's called Now I Know Better by Adam Sabla. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we have a surprise episode. So surprising, in fact, I don't even know what we're doing. So stay tuned to find <laughs> out. Uh, honestly, I have nothing planned. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PROTOSAM for 20% off any purchase from their site. <laughs> I've lost Tanya. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtoStandPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now Hive Social at ProtoStandPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to join our listeners in the after party. On behalf of Mike, Trace, Victor, uh, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 